Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. So we take it serious when we know there's depression in our midst or in our city. What if we were to cause a depression-free zone in our county? What if there was a depression-free zone in Kendall where no one who lives in Kendall has a prescription to antidepressant pills? Do you believe that God can use us, you and me, to do that? What if everybody at the gym you attend got saved? What if everybody at the school you attend, you go to, heard about Jesus? What if everyone that you worked with had an encounter with God? You know why God brings us to church? So that we can go and be the church. So that we can go and be the light. Because there's more of them out there than there could ever be in here. We're called to be the light. We're called to be messengers, to be witnesses. God wants to use you. I was telling somebody the other day, God wants to use you. And it's not about being perfect. It's not about being flawless or without sin. The Bible says that if any man says that he doesn't sin, he's a liar. You know what it's about? It's about being natural undressed. Because when you're natural, then he can release his super over your life. But if you're all super on your own, you might as well grow wings and put a halo over your head. And be an angel. But the fact that you're natural, the fact that you make mistakes, that's what God loves the most about us. That we're redeemed, not because of us or because we did something about it, but because he did everything about it. He wants to breathe on your natural. He wants to bring, add his super to your natural. But if you think you're super on your own, then why do you need God? You see, you don't need to be perfect to tell somebody about Jesus. That's one of the biggest lies in the church. That's one of the biggest lies that we've ever, that's, that's ever been told and that we've ever believed. Well, how am I going to save others if I'm not saved myself? How many of you have heard that lie? How many of you have ever confessed that lie? I was one of them. Yo, how am I, I going to tell people about Jesus if I ain't even right? You want me to tell you how? Because just one second saved is one more second than someone else. Just one minute saved, just one minute knowing about Jesus is one more minute that someone that doesn't know about Jesus, someone that's going to hell, doesn't have what you have. And even if you have a second of church, even if you have a second of a Bible verse, even if you just have a minute of church in you, that's more than enough to give to somebody else. Can I get an amen? You know, I, I didn't even think about saying any of this tonight. That's why I know it's God speaking to us. That's why I know it's God speaking to you. I feel like God wants to break off passivity off of our lives. I feel like God wants to break off apathy out of our lives. I feel like God wants to break off distractions out of our lives. There's a time, you know what I believe and I prophesy, this is the moment right here, right now, where God wants to create a sense of urgency. Hey, can I be honest? Shame on us that Kanye West has more urgency than you and I. 
And we've been saved much longer than he has. Look at everything that he's doing. Look how many celebrities, look how many people are going to Sunday service. Can I tell you something? You are Sunday service. When you go to your high school, when you go to Starbucks or Walmart, your, your job, you are a Sunday service. You are a Friday night service. You are an encounter. You are a miracle. You are a blessing. My God, I want to tell you, you are somebody's deliverance. You are somebody's healing to antidepressant pills. You are, my God, let me tell you, you are deliverance. I don't care how unperfect you are. You are an answer. You are a solution. And tonight I pray that God will open your eyes. And oh man, I'm going to say it one more time. I pray that God will open your eyes. I don't care what you're struggling with. I don't care what you're battling with. If you're here tonight, it's because God is telling you, I want you. I choose you. I want to enlist you in my army will you allow me to oh my god have you seen Kanye West curse on his interviews I have he's talking about I'm going to lose brownie points with the church hey listen he's still making moves he's still preaching Guys, I don't know if you feel it, but God's trying to break something off of people here tonight. And I'm not going to dare to start the message without being led by him first. Hey, if you're here, God wants to use you. You know why you have pretty hair and pretty eyes? God wants to use you. You know why you have the looks you have, the influence you have? Oh, Pastor, I don't have no influence. Do you have a friend? Do you have a best friend? Do you have a group of girls that maybe feel like you cool while you looking at other people thinking that they're cooler than you? Someone thinks you as cool as you think somebody else is cool. And God gave you that influence so that you can bring them. So you can manifest and demonstrate his power. I'm trying to open somebody's eyes tonight. I'm trying to tell somebody, you have more than enough to be used by God. You haven't done anything, young people, and we can't do anything for God to use us. He did it all. Pastor, I'm struggling. He wants to use you in your struggles. That's natural. I'm not saying you have a license to sin. I'm saying you have a license to be used. All right. Amen. Once again, how many of you make a commitment to bring somebody next week? Thank you. How many of you make the commitment to say, Pastor, I'm going to war this Friday? I wish I had somebody that would have ran around and... Listen. Lisa, I'm just saying... Your friends need what you already have. Your friends, come on, play that thing. Listen. Your friends need what you have. Your friends need that deliverance. And it may not be 100% yet, but at least you have a 10%. Give them that 10 your friends need your healing. Your friends need that revelation. Your friends need that yes. And maybe it was a weak yes, but you still gave them your yes. 
They need part of that yes. They need the yes that you gave them coming here tonight. Maybe you came and the devil's been lying to you and telling you coming on a Friday night is not enough. The devil is a liar. The fact that you hear it is more than enough for God to want to use you. The fact that you desire to know him. The, 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 the fact that you desire to do good. The fact that you desire to not sin. Maybe you're still struggling with sin. But the fact that there's a desire in you to be good, to not sin against God. It's more than enough for God to use your mouth, use your hands. It's more than enough for you to be a blessing. You don't have to be perfect. You don't gotta have all the answers. You don't have to not be struggling to be used by God. My God, I came tonight. I feel like God brought me here tonight to tell somebody, yes, you can be used by God. It doesn't matter how weak you are or how weak you feel or how weak you think. He wants to use you. And if all you did was say, yes, God, use me, use my hands, use my mouth, then the people that you're looking up to might be the same people that might get saved. The people that you look up to, but deep down inside they're struggling and you don't even know it because they're not going to tell you about it, are the same people that you can bring freedom. God said it best to prophet Samuel. I'm not man that looks at the outer appearance. I'm God that looks at the heart. And there's people that because they have X amount of followers on IG, you think they good. Just because they drive a BMW, you think they good. Just because they popular, they dress well, you think they good. But deep down inside, they're battling with things that you're not battling with. Deep down inside, they may be more insecure than the insecurity that you're struggling with, that you're battling with. What if the people you look up to are more insecure than you are? What if the people that you admire, you want to be so cool with, are the ones that really need what you carry? I just feel like God wants to open our eyes, man. We live in a dying world and a dying generation. There's people that are dying all the time. Somebody just got shot yesterday in Coral Way. Guys, people are dying. Your family is dying. Your friends are dying. The people you used to smoke out with, they dying. They drink. Guys, I remember Friday nights when I would leave here. When I would leave the service and going home, I'd drive by my own neighborhood. And I'd see a group of seven, eight of my friends snorting cocaine, drinking. And I would get off my car and they would hide it because they felt conviction. And I remember my friends, the same friends I used to fight with, the, fr the same friends we used to holler at girls with, same friends I used to do beer runs with and go to parties and go to clubs with and act a fool with, cried to me cried in front of my face saying, yo, Josue, please help me, man. Please, man. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to live like this. You know, how many, you know how many people that I go to high school with, they DM me all the time, and they tell me things like, yo, I'm proud of you, bro. People I used to be in the streets with, they DM me still. Girls that used to like me, people, they, used, they DM me, and they're like, dude, I just want to tell you, bro, I'm so proud of you. And I do my best to get them here. I pray for them. Some of them have come. Many of them have come through those doors. Many of them have given their lives here to Jesus or in houses of peace. Guys, but I'm here to tell you, 
It's not enough what we're doing. We need to do more. We need to do more. We need to do more. Guys, we have what people are looking for. We have what people need. We have what's really going to fill people. You know what the sad truth is? There's people right now that they're having sex. Right now, as we're speaking. Right now, as we're doing church. There's people right now that they're having sex. There's people right now that are getting drugged up. There's somebody rolling a blunt right now. There's somebody that's smoking a blunt. There's someone that's getting drunk while we're here right now. That's the reality. There's somebody that just got shot, just got murdered right now. There's somebody that's contemplating suicide. They have the gun to their hand while me and you are here. That's the sad truth. That's the reality. Somebody just probably died in a car accident. Somebody is smoking their life away. We're not doing enough, guys. We're not doing enough. While you're trying to have as many followers as the people that you go to school with, they're just trying to feel happy and you don't even know it. And we caught up in the stupid stuff. When the best life to live is a life casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing lepers, preaching the gospel, and making disciples. I'll be honest with you. I feel like just dropping out the mic and going in the streets and winning souls right now. Straight up. That's what I feel like doing right now. I feel like just bouncing and riding out. And I'm sorry. You can complain if you want to. But I feel like walking out of those double doors, going to, going to Wawa, going to Dolphin Mall. Going, you know what, man? Tomorrow I'm going to Dolphin Mall and I'm going to snatch some souls. Now nah, I'm serious. Tomorrow we're going to go out there and we're going to bring the gospel to the lost. I'm tired of this, man. I don't know about you, but I know what God took me out of. Tomorrow you're going to see me. Mark my words. Look at my IG and watch how many people I'm going to snatch. Tomorrow night at the mall, on my way to the mall, at the gas station. Now nah, I'm tired of being passive. God didn't save my life. He didn't take no nails to his hands or to my feet for me to be a bench warmer, for me to be up here in church not doing nothing. No, I came to church to be the church. I came to church to be the light. I came to church to go and win souls. I'm done fooling around. I'm done playing games. I'm done being a bench warmer. God saved me and you so that we could be all stars. Tomorrow I'm knocking on somebody's door. Tomorrow go watch me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock on one of my neighbor's doors. If you have an excuse because you can't get to Dolphamo, check my IG and watch me knock on some of my neighbor's doors. I'm going to lead somebody to Christ tonight. I'm going to lead somebody to Christ tomorrow and Sunday. I can't wait for church service to be over so that I can go and be the church. I'm trying to talk to a soldier. I'm trying to talk to a soul winner. I'm trying to talk to warriors that really say, you know what, Pastor? I'm with you. Let's go to war with Jesus. Let's go to war with heaven. Let's go to war with God's kingdom. Man, I feel like an urgency right now. Hey, listen, I don't know about you. I'm done playing church. 
I'm done playing a church. I'm done messing around. You know what I challenge you, young person? If you're still battling with sin, well, you know what? Battle with sin to your freedom, but preach the gospel on your way to freedom. Cast out demons on your way to freedom. Let his super meet your natural. Let his super meet your natural. If you still one foot out and one foot in, well, just like Jesus on the cross, turn to your left and to your right and say, do you want to go to heaven with me? Even at the cross, Jesus was still preaching the gospel, hanging with nails. You gonna tell me that you can't preach the gospel? Being where you are right now, the devil is a liar. Pastor, you don't know what I'm struggling with, huh? You didn't know Jesus' struggle on the cross. Yeah, he was still preaching, still manifesting, still demonstrating love. It's time that we bring God's love to our friends and our families. As a matter of fact, we're going to start right now. If you're here tonight and you've never given your life to Jesus, I want to tell you it's the greatest decision you could ever make. You see, 13, 14, 15 years ago, I decided to lose my virginity. I decided to smoke. I decided to do drugs. I decided to get into fights. I decided to go and live a party life. I decided to go to all the best clubs in this city. And can I tell you something? I made all those decisions, but none of those decisions ever filled my heart, ever filled my soul. I know what it is, man. I know what it is to have sex. I know what it is to get drunk. I know what it is to get high. But I never sobered up and said, damn, you know what? I feel great. I never sobered up. After getting drunk and saying, wow, no more pain. I always went through the same problems. I always faced the same situations. I used to always struggle with the same depression. But the moment I started finding in Jesus what I was trying to find between a woman's thighs, the moment I started looking for Jesus, what I was looking for in alcohol and in drugs, that's when my peace went from being temporary to being eternal. What a blunt couldn't give me. What the, the peace that a blunt couldn't give me the happiness the smile that a blunt couldn't give me the respect the, the identity of me knocking somebody out couldn't give me Jesus gave it to me the satisfaction the fulfillment that an orgasm that a piece of booty couldn't give me Jesus gave it to me and I want to challenge you tonight if you're still looking for a solution if you're still looking for an answer to your mess to the suicidal thoughts to the depression to the low self-esteem the insecurity I know I'm speaking to someone here tonight I want to tell you your answer and your solution is not money it's not sex it's not religion it's not a degree in a university it's not a friend it's not a boyfriend because if it was then it would have already done it for you but it hasn't that's why you're still empty that's why there's still a void I don't care how good your boyfriend acts or your ex was I don't care how good your girlfriend is or your ex was there's still a void I don't care what school you go to there's still a void there's still an emptiness and that void and that emptiness the only one that can fill it his name is Jesus and tonight if you want to be filled if you want to be fully satisfied if you want to come to know something eternal an eternal joy an eternal peace an eternal love I want you to quickly lift up your hands at the count of three one two and three God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. 
God bless you. God bless you. Is there anyone else? This is a life or death situation. The Bible says there's two places where a man goes if he or she dies. You either go to heaven or you go to hell. My question is, where would you have gone had you died two years ago? Where would you be had you would have died as a baby? If you would have died in that car accident, if you would have died in that drug overdose, if you would have shot yourself, where would you be had you would have died before? Or where would you go if you were to die? So many people thought that they'd make it into 2019, but they died in 2018. And the sad truth, the sad reality is, life is temporary. One day you hear, the next you not. Where would you spend all of your eternity? This life here on earth, is temporary if you want the assurance no more doubts if you want the assurance no more hoping and wishing that you may make it that God may spare you or have mercy if you want the assurance without a doubt in the back of your head that you will make it to heaven and that you are in right terms with God right now before you leave this room this church quickly I want you to lift up your hands one two and three quickly lift up your hands quickly Quickly, quickly. God bless you, man. God bless you. I respect your honesty. Father, we bless them. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for their yes. God, we agree and we believe they would be the first ones to show up next Friday night. They would be the first ones to bring a friend, to bring a family member. They will be the first ones to be forever marked. God, fill them with your peace. Tonight, they don't go home without peace, without an eternal fire, an eternal peace that will mark them and set them apart for the rest of their lives. Tonight, I bless them. I ask you to bestow upon them an eternal peace, an eternal peace, an eternal joy. God, I declare that each and every single one of them they go back home with an eternal love, with an eternal acceptance. Father, rejection comes to an end in each and every single one of their lives. Insecurity, low self-esteem, depression, lack of identity, it comes to an end. Father, we bless all of your children. We declare Holy Spirit right now, you are the advocate, you are the comforter, the helper. God, I release your presence. I release your healing power right now over each and every single one of their lives. Thank you for joining us today and a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.